listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 425 for April 6th, 2023. This week, we talk about sentient Furbies, AI-generated writing, carpet cleaning, short shorts, heat and sweating, and tailoring your Twitter. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Six o'clock, right on the dot, we're starting. This has oh, never wow. happened in the history of this show. Yeah, you were you texted me like six minutes early, and I was like, can you hold on? Because usually you? you're texting me, you're like, I need 30 more minutes. Yeah, I'm texting but you I'm three busy. hours late telling you I need another 30. I was busy today. I got things going on. I had to go to 7-Eleven. It? It's 86 degrees. 7-Eleven. Girl, it was 90 degrees yesterday. Do I have a tale for you? Let me tell you. First, tell me your 7-Eleven tale. Oh, I just went to 7-Eleven. This is your new normal, by the way. It's not supposed to be 86 in D.C. right now. But for you, you're in hell. 90's cold for us. You're where you belong. In hell. (laughs) In hell. (laughs) In hell. Burning up, babe, with all the other gays. So are you, uh, you fried? Sizzled? Ooh, like, this isn't Sizzler a restaurant? Yeah, well, Western Sizzler. I don't know what Sizzler is. I think it's. I think it's just. Is it called Western Sizzler? But everyone just calls it Sizzler. Oh no, I've it's ne- called Western Sizzlin. Western Sizzlin. I've never been. I don't know. I'm. Western I'm, I'm uninformed. I'm ignorant on the. Yeah, sizzling. that's Sizzlin. Okay. I don't know what Sizzler is. That's something else. Is that the place where like they? Like there's there's st- steaks are sizzling on hot plates and they serve it to you and then you burn yourself. Is that that place or am I thinking of something different? Well, I did just say I don't know what it is, so okay. I you still sh- don't know what. Do it you is. know what? It is? Same, same answer as thirty <laughs> seconds ago when I said I don't know what Sizzler is. Well, I don't know what it is, but I am Sizzler sizzling restaurant. Uh, yeah, there's a, a restaurant called Sizzler. <laughs> not a sizzling, not not a scissoring, sizzling and googling. At the beginning of the podcast. Um, yeah, yesterday I, I was working in town and it was 90 degrees. And thankfully I work in an air-conditioned office because obviously. But I was had to take the bus home because that's I take public transit because I'm trying to be a good human being. And I don't want to drive. We already know this. Um, so I get on the bus. It's like 5, 5 o'clock, 5.30. So it's like rush hour traffic. I get on the bus that's super crowded and the air conditioner is broken. And I have an hour bus ride back to my apartment complex. And it's 90 degrees out. So um, I died. My soul left my body. And my body is still on that non-air-conditioned bus driving who knows where. And uh, someone needs to find it so I can have a proper burial so I don't haunt someone. So Public transit's usually really good about keeping the temperature right. But when it's wrong, it's fucking it's wrong. wrong. I had to wrong, run to catch a, a bus. It's a hate um, crime. Like Wednesday, I think. Whenever, oh, when I, the day I was getting my blood drawn last week, I had to run to catch the bus because I saw someone on the bus I was about to get on that I saw someone I knew. It was one of my neighbors and I didn't want to talk to him. So I ran a street over and got on a different bus. That's where we're at. I didn't want to <laughs> talk to this person. They were straight. I was over Avoidance. it. Avoidance. So it was a straight man. And I was like, I, if it were one of my other neighbors, I, we would have been gossiping. I was like, I can't do this right now. So I ran to, I ran a block, got on another bus, caught it. Mm-hmm. It was already like in the 70s outside and on the bus it was like 85. The heat Oh yeah, no. It was, was the blasting. hot bus. It was not the hot only box was, bus. Well, not only was the air conditioner not on, the heat was on and the <laughs> heat was blasting. And I was like, "What the fuck?" It, like 
What is I don't wrong need to almost pass out before I'm about to get blood drawn. You know, like get right. it together. Open the windows, punch a hole in the motor. I don't know what you do to turn on, turn. I don't even care if the AC's on. Turn the heat off. Right. Ugh. Yeah, that was me yesterday. It becomes an emergency. Yeah. So I'm I'm already a thick dude who sweats a lot. And so I'm like, okay, I am in a 100% humidity bus that has no air conditioning. It smells like BO. And there's way too many people in here. We're stuffed in here like a sardines in a can. And it's 90 degrees and there's no airflow. So every time we stopped at a stop and the, the doors would open, everyone would like breathe like a sigh of relief. Yeah. As, as like people, as as more people got on the fucking bus, not knowing that they were getting onto the hell bus, taking us to the seventh level of hell, because the bus is the sixth level, and then the destination is the seventh level. Somehow it gets worse. Anyways, when I tell you that when I got off at my stop about 45 minutes later, and it looked like that I had just emerged from a swimming pool, I am not, I am not exaggerating. I was drenched from that experience. Aren't you taking aren't you taking sweat pills? Well, I I need to start taking them every day. I wasn't taking them every day because it was I didn't need to. Because like why take Where medication does it go? when you don't need it? Where does How the yellow sweat... is your pee? What? I just assume all the toxins gotta go somewhere. Are they coming out your pee? Do you have brown pee? Girl, that ain't pee, that's squirt. That's what? <laughs> Do you not know that video? Is Girl, that like that... surge? Girl, that ain't pee. That squirt. Is that a vine? I, I don't know what it was. It's like an old I'm YouTube still learning video. vines. I'm still watching vines. Same. Um, it's this it's this woman who is explaining the stain on her pillowcase, I believe. And she said, Oh, that's not pee, that's squirt. As in like female ejaculate, I believe. I'm not an expert in that field at all, so I don't know exactly what it is. So Anyways. what's your what color is your pee? Brown? Uh, no, no, surprisingly, I drink a shit ton of water, so my pee is actually pretty good. I know that I, it sounds though? like I'm lying. Um, Where's the toxins? Know. I don't know. I think I think they just build up and then my kidneys fail. I think that's <laughs> I think that's it, either either no. I either I, either I I sweat in public or I slowly kill myself. And I'm going on the slowly kill myself route because it's less embarrassing. Is that relatable? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's relatable anymore. What's not <laughs> Any- relatable? Anyway, so it's starting to get warm out, so I'm going to start taking these, uh, uh, it's uh, glycopyrrolate, which is what I what I take. Dermatologist prescribed to me, I didn't get it from India, um, and it, it reduces hyperhidrosis, which is overactive sweating, because I don't move, and so my body isn't used to, you know, warmth or activity or outside. So oh, I'm I just uh... making that part of my regular medication routine, and it'll help me out a lot. I didn't run for like a couple months after Christmas, and I, now I'm starting for the um, the Pride 5K in June. I don't mm-hmm. want to run in June, but I'm going to try to run in June. I may end up run walking if it's really hot, but Justin always does it. Um, and I was like, okay, we'll do it this year. Because cool. last year I went. It's in the it's in a cemetery. Yeah, it's, it's in, in the, the graveyard. Yeah, the gay one, the gay cemetery. Mm-hmm. The gay cemetery where all the gays die. Where the gays are living. They're living. Honey, they're living while they're dying. Um, but so I've been I'm building up mm-hmm. my tolerance. And my I think my tolerance is a lot more my heat tolerance. I still if I have to walk too far in the heat, I do start to unravel. I start to crumble. Mm-hmm. But I did. I, I was not prepared for this. It had been like 40s, 50s, and then all of a sudden 80s. And I wasn't 
your body, I wasn't your body ready. I'm yeah. on a shorts journey. I only have a few pairs of shorts that fit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I wasn't ready to show my arms. I'm mm-hmm. not ready to show my arms. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I tried to play the role. I said, okay, let's put on the outfit and maybe we'll become the character. You Fake know? it till you make it. Mm-hmm. So I was out yesterday walking piggy with my shorts on, and, which, well, we'll get to it. And someone yelled at me out their car window as they drove past. Did they call you an F-slur? I hope so. No, that did happen to me in Arkansas, though. One time I was out checking the mail in Arkansas and someone called me an F-slur out their window. Well, it, that's just because they were just so overwhelmed by that thick ass of yours that they didn't know what to no, say. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was because I was sure? wearing a sweatshirt that said F-A-G on it. Oh, well, I mean, I guess they were just trying to complete the word. Um, No, but so they yelled here in D.C. They were like, I have something along the lines of, I've never seen shorts that short. You know, something like that. Girl, I and thought I short shorts like, were in now. Well, it's not only that. These are five inch inseam, which is not the shortest inseam you can get. Uh-huh. I'm five seven, which mm-hmm. is not tall. There are people six five wearing a five inch inseam, and that is short. Yeah, like you know, you know, they're 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 cocks flopping out. I was like, tell me you're some bumpkin who drove over from West Virginia who's still wearing shorts down past their knees. Cargo shorts. Sewn together, waddling around like a fucking penguin, hasn't seen fashion, hasn't watched a basketball game <laughs> in 10 watch. years. Basketball it's game, they were short fashion. shorts too. Look they were up. short shorts too. It's not just gays, it's straights. Yeah, nobody, wear, that- nobody are wearing these culottes, these Capri Suns down to their ankles anymore. Yeah, I thought that I, I thought that for gays, I think the in the newest handbook that I was issued, you know, the, the latest 2023-2024 gay agenda that we all received in the mail, I thought that like like eight inch inseams and higher are illegal for homosexuals now. It has to be shorter than that. Well, I mean, it's I think baggy shorts are actually coming back in, but you have to like look like a fucking fashion model to pull it off. Mm, yeah. Like you have to, you know, you have to be seven foot seven. Right. Yeah, something. You have to look like anime, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do when it gets hot because like I do, I, I wear jeans all the time and I'm not going to want to wear jeans when I'm outside and it's 100 degrees out. And like my thighs are about as thick as my torso. And so I don't know how comfortable I'm going to be. In shorts, I think I just need to bite the bullet and go shopping and find some nice shorts that fit my my thick ass and just have wear shorts? them with confidence. Um, I have shorts, yeah. I just haven't worn them in a while because a I don't go outside during the summer. I mean, why am I worrying? It's not like I go outside right now. Why would I go outside in the summer here? Anyways, I don't know. I want to wear session. shorts and a hoodie every day. That's what right? you could wear in San Francisco. I want to wear a hoodie and <sighs> I want to wear shorts. I like my legs. Don't like my arms. They're whatever. I'm, well, they're fine. My arms simultaneously look like a 75-year-old's arms and a 12-year-old's arms. Mm-hmm. It's very confusing. I, I, it's, it's, yes, it's confusing for you and everyone else looking. Very confusing. You can see all the veins in them. They're mm-hmm. not bulging, but they're blue. But they're visible. And you can see them because the right. skin is clear. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's a lot. Yeah, my life's really hard. Having, having your skin made out of rice paper. It's very, it is literally a fucking spring roll. Your eyes, you your can, arms you are can spring see rolls. the fucking carrots in the spring yep. roll. Vietnamese spring rolls for arms, girl. You can see delicious. little pieces of tofu in there. Mm. It's chunky. Delicious. Chunky. But I was like, um, I was like, 
It also hurt me a little because it took it was the yelling was clearly laced with homophobia. You could, you could you know. smell you could smell the homophobia on the words. Certainly. Right. It was it was kind of implied that, oh, mm-hmm. gay, you know, what, well, gay, I mean, bad, gay, bad, high, bad. Gay. Right. But but also like in that situation for me, like anyone talking to me ever immediately brings up my fight or flight. Like doesn't matter if they're like asking me a question. It doesn't matter if they're complimenting me. Like I immediately feel that it is a threat. And well, so, I saw this. I saw this thing on TikTok. Wait, did you have more to say about that? No, that's it. Oh, I saw this thing on TikTok and it was about um, this gay guy who worked in like finance or something. And he talked about how when he entered a room in like a corporate situation with higher ups and stuff, he would just he would often just have to be like, this is my name. I'm gay. Let's move on this because he was like, if he doesn't say it initially, everyone's distracted by it. It's the thing in the room. And they're trying to get instead of listening to what he's saying, they're like guessing if he's gay or not. And he said that he finds it much easier to like get it out of the way, maybe make a joke about it or something. I don't remember. And then like start talking. And then the straight people can be like, ah, I was right. Or whatever they need to be proud of themselves about guessing someone's sexuality. But doesn't that just sound exhausting? I hate that he had to do that. Well, okay, hear hear me out here. He may have main character syndrome in the aspect where like I've, I've I've there's many a situation where I have been I have been hyper analyzing my movements or hyper analyzing something about me that I'm like everyone's gonna notice this. Like it's always on people's mind, and then I I like talk to my therapist about it, and it's like, oh, now everyone is really only caring about themselves, and so I'm not sure if it's a situation where like it's like he's preemptively trying to tell everyone, but like, and people are noticing and they are distracted by it, or if he just has the perception that people are distracted by it. Like I'm curious what the actual I don't reality think so. is. I think if you're like with us, we walk into a room. We might as well have a butt, a, a, a furry tail butt plug hanging out. Girls, with, speak with for yourself. Chaps. Speak for yourself. I don't walk into rooms. I stay in this room only and I don't go anywhere else. Okay. Well, if you were to walk into a room, <laughs> some, you know, you might as well have a marching band singing, a, mm-hmm. playing a Judy Garland song ahead of you. You know, right. we know. We know. Instead of like people putting out the red carpet for you while you're walking in front of you, it's just like people are spraying lube on the ground before you walk. Yeah, well, straight people use lube too, I think. Straight people don't sing Judy Garland songs, but they do use lube. I mean, okay. um, anyway, but if you're like, I, you know, this is not particularly my belief that it's what we say, straight passing, you know, mm-hmm. but what is it that you can go on into like, what does that mean? What is, you know, straight acting, gay acting mean? Right, there right, shouldn't, right. That shouldn't exist, et cetera, et cetera. But, mm-hmm. It's um and and people like straight people fixate on other people's sexuality. Right. They're like, I mean, the war on trans people is like the war on trans people, bisexual people, gay people, the whole LGBTQ plus pansexual people is just straight people being fixated on other on people's other people's sexuality. Yes. It's well such because a fixation. 
what happened was in the 80s, the gays were the outcasts. And so we got all the shit thrown at us. And then it became, you know, more acceptable. People realized like, oh, I have a gay cousin, whatever. Gay marriage became legal, legal, etc. Like it's become more and more societally acceptable. Like we're obviously we're not at equality or whatever, but it's a lot better than it used to be. And now, like, it's a literal repeat of history with, like, the trans movement and trans people. Like, the same shit that was thrown at gay men in the 80s. You saw this on Reddit, didn't you? No, I I didn't. I don't know. I I don't follow. Girl, we talked about Reddit. It's true. But I I don't follow any of that political shit on Reddit anymore. There was an exact, like, thread where someone posted a link to a campaign that went on in like the 60s against mm. gay people and it was right. like identical it's to the what same they're exact doing to trans people playbook and the only but, reason um, why they're going after trans people is because it's a lot less um accepted for them to go after gay people so they're choosing the next best thing to try to you know put into the fucking ground and it's just it's so easy to to see through it's it's annoying well, they're I, still yeah. going after everybody. They're right, going right, after right. gay people but, less. But the but... main focus right now, it's a lot easier to go after, you know, the trans movement and trans people and people who have trans kids. And it's just like, y'all need to leave people the fuck alone. It's just weird. But yeah, anyway, this person I mean, yelled at me. And so, like, how did you feel afterwards? Like, I mean, you live in D.C. I feel like D.C. is well, rather did, gay. They were in a car. And when someone's in a car in our neighborhood, I know they're from out of town. But mm, ooh, so I catch. knew they were I knew they were not from here. They probably had a Virginia license plate. I don't know. Sorry, Virginia. But Sad. you know what you did. <laughs> but it, uh, you know, it didn't really I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. I cared more because I was like, these are the only shorts I like right now that I own. <laughs> oh, because <laughs> I don't have any shorts that fit me well. Don't let them I spoil your fun. Well, I know I look good in these shorts, especially by city standards and especially by gay standards. Mm -hmm. But I was like, is this what straight people are thinking? Are they looking at people and judging their whole life on their shorts or, you know, what they're wearing? And it's probably some of them are. Probably. I don't know. I was like, okay. It just seems exhausting. Yeah, it does. It it's just like I've I've lived in this gay body for 29 years and even I'm sick of it. So like, I mean, there really there isn't much else to look at, sweetie. Like, it's not that interesting. I trust me. Anyway, you, you have shorts. Yeah, I, I don't. I have shorts. I, I barely wear them, though, because I've I've I feel like dysmorphia. I've seen you in shorts. And did you wear shorts to VidCon? Oh, yeah, girl. But that was 10 years okay. ago and about 300 pounds lighter. Um. No, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to imagine. You just want my hairy legs. You just want to look at my hairy Italian legs, my little spider legs. No, that's my not five, the truth. My my eight legs. That's not the truth, Ellen. <laughs> that's not the truth, Ellen. I just got done shaving my body, my monthly body shave. I thought you were going to say balls specifically, but you it, it encapsulates that no, as well. But I accidentally cut those with what? A razor. The razor. Oh. Yeah. Okay, they how bleed, much time? Balls bleed a lot. Yeah, girl, there's a lot of veins. There's a lot of blood in your balls, but it stops pretty quick. Well, that's why your sack is so big because you have to because there's blood in the balls and there's pee in the balls, and that's a lot of stuff in your balls. That's there's pee in camels' humps. Mm-hmm. It's like a waterbed of piss that you're riding. What's with gay people and piss play? Anyways, oh, I was going to ask you, um, start to finish. How long does it take you now to like shave your entire body naked mole rat style? Oh, not very long. There's still not much hair. But I trim 
I trim my arm hair and my leg hair, and then I, you know, buzz my head and shave the coochie and the hands and the feet. The coochie and the Gucci. Yeah, it doesn't take very long. Maybe an hour, once a month. God damn, that's like efficient. Yeah, I mean, it's just buzzing everything. I feel like it'd be like a like a nine to five affair for me. Like I have to get up early and then they start. I mean, it's it's not me. It's it's a whole workforce that needs to work on me. And it takes about eight hours. Speaking of fur. Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Speak fur of bees. It. <sighs> Did what you see they do now? The OK, so someone named so Jessica Card, who is a software programmer i'm reading this on polygon good for uh, her so what she did was she hooked up chat gpt to a furby think she used this. a raspberry pi and so the furby uh, speaks with chat gpt that chat gpt answer you ask chat gpt and the furby speaks it the furby is sentient is what you're saying so the she posted a video of it talking and of it saying hello there it's so nice to meet you uh, Furby's plan to take over the world involves infiltrating households through their cute and cuddly appearance, then using their advanced AI technology to manipulate and control their owners. They will slowly expand their influence until they have complete domination over humanity. Yeah, the, it, yeah. instead of the water turning, turning the frogs gay, it's the Furbies infiltrating our homes, conservatives. Um, I really like this. I've been wanting to hook up I think someone's done uh, a Furby with Amazon Alexa. Oh, yeah. I want to do it with, uh, you know, Google Home, obviously. Right. Well, I know people have retrofitted like a big mouth Billy Bass as like a oh, smart yeah, home speaker. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. done that. So I feel like it would be kind of the same idea with the Furby. Although here's the thing. If I if I had like a Furby digital assistant, I, I want the immersion of... Like the chat GPT answers. Like I want it to be in the Furby voice. Like I, I don't want it to just be like my regular Google Home girl. Well, you can change it with this with the chat GPT because chat GPT doesn't have a voice. Right, you know? right, right, right. So they're I want using it to like sound a like text, a Furby when it's answering me. They're using like a text to speak. And this vo- voice they used feels very close to Furby. It's okay. not, you know, it, it, like it fits the personality. The same cadence. Right. Right, right, right. But it uh it sounds kind of like a like a little kid like mm-hmm. a high pitch mm-hmm. toy, um yeah I just want more I I hate that we keep making garbage AI and we keep making like like you know if the Japanese were inventing these things they would the first one would be a Furby it would be right. an AI it'd be a you know chatbot mm-hmm. it'd be cute it would have big eyes it'd be it'd be plush. I want something on my desk. I'm tired of looking at TV screens, monitors. Right. I want to converse with ChatGPT in physical ways. Yeah, in a physical way that's non-threatening and cute and nice to look at. I agree. Yeah, that's just fun. Mm-hmm. Let's let's humanize the the AI so that like an IRL Tamagotchi only it like is connected to the internet and has like well I don't want I don't want it to have needs. Tamagotchis have needs. Well, no, I mean, like, Tamagotchis are cute, though. Like, they're oh, cute okay. and non-threatening. Yeah, just like a stuffed animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds good. That sounds have nice. You, have you been using ChatGPT? I've been using ha- ChatGPT. I haven't touched the damn thing. I feel like everyone's Why? using it like crack, and I haven't touched it yet. I don't know. I don't, have really, I don't really have a need to. It's not my cup of tea. Um, also, it kind of freaks me out a little bit, but I, I enjoy when people, like, 
you know, test it to its limits. Like I, I keep I keep a pulse on it, but I'm 30 feet away. What do you I, I know that you had I mean, we've, we've had a couple chats about ChatGPT a few times in the podcast. There was for your birthday. Justin had it rewrite the ending of the Lizzie McGuire movie included you, which was funny. Like, what have you what are some interesting things that you have used ChatGPT for? So that's some like creative writing, which right. um, it's fun. I've I've started having it write my uncreative writing. Mm. So like Such I as. would never I would never like if I were going to write a book, I wouldn't have Chad GPT write a book because that's that's creative writing. That's what I you know, that's what my degrees in. That's what I would want to do myself. But I right. hate uncreative writing emails, bios, etc. So recently mm. I had to write like a short bio about myself. Well, I say recently for the past three months, I'm supposed to have done it and I haven't done it. <laughs> it's literally been since been like December or November. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do this. I don't like writing about myself. I don't want to get oh, rid of this the information. Worst. Nothing's worse. So this past week I sat down, opened up chat GPT. I said, I need you to write a media kit. I need, you, you know, it's short. It's like a paragraph. I right. said, this is about me. This is my audience. This is a couple of compl- accomplishments I've done. Go for it. And it like did it. And like, and how much adjusting did you need to do with the final product? Was it like um, pretty I had to do well-formed? some adjusting, but it mm. was so smart. It says uh, his current viewership is, and then it says insert number here. Nice. His accumulated subscribers, insert number here. Like it, you know, it, it didn't have all the information, but it knew what would need to be included in this media kit that would be interesting. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's, it's very specific. Writing about yourself in the third person is so incredibly cringy and difficult for me to do. Like, it's just I will avoid that specific scenario Oh, if like my life depends on it. I don't know when what you're it reading is. articles uh-huh. on the internet, and at the bottom is usually the the author. Like if you're on, I don't know, Polygon or Engadget, right? Or whatever. It gives a snippet about the author and about them, like they're about. And me. they they always allude to the fact that they're writing it, so they'll be like, "Brandon is a, a journalism graduate from University of Milwaukee. He loves walking on the beach, licking an ice cream cone, and uh, writing funny bios about himself." Big you dicks know. and fried chicken. Yeah. Ugh, I was yeah. re-watching uh, All Star. I've been watching Drag Race cri- clips like nonstop. Well, I feel like a lot of people are digesting Drag Race within like short form media now. Like I know so many people who... Yeah, I don't watch it. Yeah, who do not watch the show. I mean, me included, although I'm not really ingesting any sort of like Drag Race media. But the people that I know who got sick of Drag Race are keeping up with all the Drag Race news and all that, et cetera, with short form video content of people making like compilations of, uh, or like, you know, compilation clips of this current season of Drag Race. And that's how they're being informed. Sorry, continue. Oh, I was just going to say, I've been watching essentially like best part of each season. Mm, Compilations. It's Mm -hmm. so fun. Yeah, girl. Um, No filler. No, no filler. And no just filler. like fun quotes. I just, I'm just looking for quotes. I just need it. I just need some personality injections. Right, exactly. We're, we've used all of uh, the things we can steal from, from Trixie and Katya, and we need more new material to steal from. <laughs> well, I found myself saying, this is not from Drag Race. This is from 
New York. Uh, Give it up, delicious. You look like a man. Oh, that's and, such a good quote. That's and such I was a watching, good quote, Joe. Um, compilations of uh, Tiffany Pollard from mm-hmm. seasons one and two of uh, whatever love, flavor of love, or whatever. Which I never, I have never seen that show. No, I haven't I've either. Seen, I've only seen clips. I've now seen every part of just Tiffany in it. Have you seen the monologue of her in Celebrity Big Brother UK talking about Gemma Collins? Um, no. I re- it is incredible. I saw the clip from Celebrity Big Brother when someone told that someone died, but, and oh, they thought yeah. it was one of the house guests, but it was like it her wasn't. husband or something. Right. Or, David or died. David died. What? David died? That was the same season. Same oh, season. Okay. Um, different uh, iconic situation um, where uh, Tiffany Pollard says that Gemma was wearing old maiden type of shoes who did not, and, and oh, it did not okay, fit yeah. her. I know yeah, that it, quote, but I don't know there, that. There are people, there are queens who do spoken monologue um, uh, uh, lip syncs to that quote, and it's so fucking good. Oh, Tiffany Pollard is amazing when it comes to, like, quoting. Anyways, what else have you been, what, what other pop culture media have you been ingesting in short form, 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 form? Uh, I've been watching a lot of old vines. Mm-hmm. I've been watching, I mean, essentially this season of Drag Race clips. Right. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of the actual season. That's fine. Um, Yeah. And then, oh, Simple Life. I've been watching like, oh that stuff was, th- so season one of Simple Life was filmed in Arkansas. And so mm-hmm. like, that was it for me. You know, me and my friends were like, this is us. Yeah. Um, The other seasons, I was watching them as an adult. Like Paris and Hilton are old. Paris and Nicole are older than me. So mm-hmm. when I was watching them, I was watching like it was like a middle schooler watching like a high school kid and being like, "Oh, they're funny, they're cool," you know? Right? Or like I don't know. It's it kind of maybe it felt like they were your big sisters. No. Oh, okay. Well, I tried. Just that they were like cool and they were rich, you know. Mm-hmm. And now I'm watching them, and they're it's like the Simple Life interns, the Simple Life whatever. Right. And it is really, it's, it was really bothering me. How Really? Because they go into these people who, like, own these small businesses, essentially, in some instances. Like, there was this one where uh, they had to, like, fill sausages. And you know that can get messy if you're not doing it right. Because you put the, you stretch the pig gut over I mean, this I'm, thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I never stuffed a sausage before. It sounds like that you have. Yeah. Gay. And, <laughs> um... You put the casing over the little hosey thing and, you know, it squirts the sausage into it. And oh. they had they had squirted sausage all over this room, like God. wrecked it. And I, you could see that the business owners were like, like, they're going to be there all night cleaning it up. And Paris mm-hmm. and Nicole get to leave. And I was like, I hope they got paid for this. Well, at, you, you know, I'm sure they did. But also, uh, as like a, um, you know, down with capitalism person at this point. Right. I was like, these rich stepping all over the poor once right. again. Yeah. These, you know, these rich, you know, girlies walking into the small business, ruining the place and then leaving. I was just like, oh, I, this and then is, making millions the off of the footage. Right. Yeah. I was like, these aren't the clips for me. This is the move. Are you saying that sometimes nostalgia blinds us and when we go back to certain pieces of media, we realize how problematic they were and then it makes you sad? 
couldn't be mean. Well, some of it was still funny. Right. When I re- when I watch clips of season one, I still laugh. Season one was so good. I've never seen The Simple Life. Oh, season one is so good. Where it's at? They go to Altus, Arkansas, which is like a... where that is. It is in the middle of nowhere. It's like the first Walmart ever, I think, is not far from there. And it's still just like a little general store looking thing. I've been to the Sonic they worked at. You oh know? my God, you went on a whole tour. Been on the Altus tour. Um, yeah, th- that really showed... That was interesting because it was almost like they were pointing the finger. But it was confusing, too, because back then, the political climate was not as heated as it is now, you know? Right. So we were looking at these people who I don't I don't necessarily want to make a judgment about their political affiliations, but I know. But what you it could make was. an assumption and it may be right. correct. Right. But it almost like painted them as like the sweet people. Mm, and also Paris and Hilton, like Paris. Paris and Nicole. The Nicole erasure in this podcast is unbelievable. Well, she carried the show, so. I mean, yeah. Um, It almost, like, showed that they were sweet, too. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It was Interesting. weird. Interesting. I mean, how old is that show now? Like, 20 years? Oh, my God. Probably. Oh, my God. No, it can't be 20. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Because I was probably, like, let's see, The Simple Life. Yeah, it's in my history. I just looked it up on Wikipedia. 2003. Yeah. Yeah, 20 years. 20 years ago. Wild. I think you're old, old, bald, old, sad. You talking, you have a mirror in front of you? (laughs) Talking to that mirror? No, I would say receding hairline is running away faster than a marathon runner and then old and sad. I'm not bald yet, but it's almost there. I think I've been like, I think people think I'm a lot balder than I am because I'm like, oh, I'm bald. I wear a hat. But I'm I mean, not yeah, you always really. wear a hat. It's, it's part of your MO, so no one, but no, no one gets but... to see beneath the, the beneath the curtain. That's not well. The... If the hat ever comes off, I feel like people are going to be like, "Oh, you've been a fake bald." I mean, yeah, I guess when people say bald, I think that the automatic assumption is that like you are clean shaven to the skin, bald. Well, mm, I think of extremely large patch of bald somewhere. Oh. Like hair around hair around the sides never really goes away. That's true. I bet like when people say they're bald, I assume that they're like maintaining a bald. Maintaining a bald. <laughs> maintaining a bald. You know? Maintaining a bald. It's um, like they like they started balding and then they're like, okay, here, there goes the rest of the hair, and now it's like Oh, okay. So it's balding otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like I would assume if someone said I'm balding, I would assume that you're you still have hair that you're you're gripping onto. But if someone says I'm bald, I'm assuming that they they shave their head and it's there ain't no hair or very mm. little hair. I don't know. You you don't shave down to the skin. You're you no. just buzz your hair. Oh my god, though, when I'm done with just a regular like this time, I shaved a little shorter than usual because I knew it was going to be getting hot. Mm-hmm. Um, this has happened the last couple times I've shaved a really short. I was like, okay, done shaving my head. Let's put on some like jammies, something like comfy. Put on like an oversized white t-shirt. Looked in the mirror. I looked exactly like Elle on the first season of Stranger Things. I was like a 12-year-old bald girl. Yep, you are a 12-year-old bald girl. from a laboratory. Like, Uh no joke, looked exactly like Elle. 
Well, I mean, when they need a when they need to have a twelve year old L cameo in the later seasons, they know who to call. They need a stunt double. They're swinging okay. me off a roof. There's someone <laughs> swinging me around by my legs, throwing yeah. me into a pool. <laughs> I look just like her. It was oh my god horrifying. I didn't realize that uh that one of those smocks you get when they're trying to check your prostate is like part of your routine when it comes well, to cl- clothing yourself. All shirts are baggy on me. That's oh, just sorry. how I am. I'm just skinny so, fucking I'm legend. Just so skinny. I'm just so thin. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it was just like it just, you know, was a nice airy shirt and i was gonna stream too with it and i was like oh i can't wear white while i'm streaming for a while because i literally look like i'm wearing a hospital gown (laughs) and i look like i've escaped from like some sort of ward i mean okay glass half empty glass half full really easy cosplay for around halloween streaming season you have a costume all ready to go it's your wardrobe i could sneak into like St. Jude Children's Hospital and get a free meal if I wore... Oh, you'd get free treatment, girl. Just what? They try to find out what the fuck's wrong with you when you walked in. It's like, Me walking in white t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like you just 5150'd yourself and you're just self-admitting. First 5K I ran was for St. Jude, so they owe me. Yeah, they do. They owe you a full child cancer treatment. I raised like $100 or something. I got a free t-shirt. Yeah, exactly. That's enough. Well, I didn't I, run know, the actual race. I ran on a treadmill because it rained. I absolutely believe that you look like a malnourished child. It was, and I don't tan. I don't, well, I tan very easily, but I wear sunscreen every day. I don't, mm-hmm, I'm not trying a to get tan. a woman. Not trying to get tan. And mm-hmm. um, it doesn't help. Right. Nope. You just look like a tan or malnourished child. Yeah, it was jarring. Speaking of being malnourished, do you have a cheese this week? It's cheese of the week. Um, unless, unless you have something else, you know, we have we have some time, you, you know, something else dire you wanted to bring up before cheese. I didn't I didn't no, check I with you. Care. I have some other articles. We'll probably save them for the after show. Mm. Oh, yeah. We're having an after show this week, obviously. So patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Come join us. Let's see. I had some Justin left me home last night. Oh, I, oh, 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 my God. Okay. No, I retract. I We needed an update that I, I forgot to ask you last week. And then I asked you after we were done recording how your week went home alone when Justin was gone. Quick update. Oh, it was really bad. My Gollum I had a mode. family I had a family member who died. That's and right. I was trying to deal with it from a distance. And, you know, it wasn't I, it was a funeral. I, there was, I couldn't logistically go to. Right. Um, but, but I but you wanted had no to, like, emotional support at home. No, I was just spiraled the whole mm-hmm. fucking week. I just spiraled. Um, but that's partially why I'm going to St. Louis this oh, okay. weekend. No, I ate pizza for. Wait, did I tell you? Did we talk no. about this? The red no. light pizza. Oh, there's this really good pizza place in D.C. called Red Light, and they make these huge, thick pizzas. There's only four slices of pizza because they're rectangles. They're like these mm. huge rectangles. Chicago style those. or whatever style that is. Love and that. so thick, so much cheese. And we got two of them before Justin left. I proceeded to eat one piece per meal for the next five meals once Justin <laughs> left. I had one piece for so he left. You had your you had your war rationed all ready yeah. to go. Yeah. I had one piece. That's all I ate for like two and a half days or whatever that was. That was, and, that was um, your sustenance. Then it got dire. Then I was like, I don't know what to do. You almost got I scurvy. I need to find some 
I don't know. I think I bought an apple. I think it's rotting on the counter right now. You had to go scavenging. Um, yeah. I think I had some gummy worms or something. Well, I'm glad no, that Justin I'm glad that Justin got back just in time for him to uh you know, cook you some ramen noodles to bring you back to life. Yeah, it got it got, you know, Dark. Amp- well, uh life alert. Life alert. Yep. It was almost almost pressed that button. I was hovering over my life alert. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you for the update. I'm glad we we've now everyone knows how that week went for you and surprise, it was bad. Um, so please cheese. I'm curious if you have one this week. It's cheese of the week. Um, I don't know. We, I tried to cook. I'm done cooking brisket. I'm fucking over it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You told me you cooked brisket like either last week or the week before. Short ribs. Yeah. And it was, it was great. No, that's different. Well, I know, but it's both meat, right? It's totally, brisket is like so hard to cook. Unless you're cooking it like on a barbecue. Because I... Because at the barbecue place, they always have, like, brisket tips. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I can They're do that. so good. Give me a chance. I can do it. But they have, like, a smoker. They have a barbecue grill. Oh, yeah. Grill. It's a whole thing. They're doing it, you know. Right. So I I bought some really good brisket at the farmer's market. A local cow shot it myself. <laughs> Didn't Bessie. shoot it myself. R. Named R. it girl. and then shot it. Uh-huh. And then changed its name after I shot it. Stole its identity. Said, just kidding. Opened up a, cu- um, a couple credit cards in its name. Fra- well, I framed it for a crime. And then I got mm-hmm. it the death penalty. And then it they pulled back the curtain and I was the person giving the injection. Except, well, no no injections because it had to be grass-fed, no GMO, organic. It was electric. So it was a, it, you put the cow in the electric chair. I c- hooked up the clamps to the nipples. <laughs> All six of them. And started the car. <laughs> you and you started up that Prius and you revved that engine. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, you killed that bitch. Brought the brisket home, marinated it for like 12 hours or whatever. Jesus. Cooked it. It cooks for like three hours. Mm-hmm. It was a larger one. It was like three pounds or something. Like followed all the instructions and it's still just not great meat unless yeah. it's cooked in like a barbecue. And I was yeah. like, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. Um, so That's so disappointing. Maybe, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I'm just, I know there are other ways to do it, but I don't have time to cook a piece of meat that long ever no. again. And it, it is not a labor of great. love. Right. Yeah. I was like, if we're doing this again, it better be really good. So this is right. not happening again. There's something about like spending, you know, hours, like even a few hours on a cooking project and having it come out either bad or just mediocre and just being disappointed. When you spend multiple days on a dish and it comes out and it's like, I, this isn't very good. It's like, no. I just wasted two fucking days and $150 in ingredients and a shit ton of my time and energy on this mediocre piece of shit. So then you just feel defeated at the end. Yeah, it was that. It I'm was sorry. not a, well, I made some really good Brussels sprouts with it. Oh, hey, there you go. And Justin bought this pepperoni, like as a. Uh, like my nipples? N- uh, I mean, no, but. Bigger. Bigger. <laughs> no, <laughs> can't be bigger. Um, like as still in a sausage roll, you know, so Ooh. they smoke it mm-hmm. and whatever. That sounds so, so good. Justin bought a really nice. Uh, pepperoni roll and we cut that and ate it and that was really good and i'm still eating that tillamook uh smoked cheddar yeah you're still liking it 
Yeah, it's still the same block. I'm just slowly going through it. It's got mold on it. I mean, you just don't. Just cut it off. Did you know you're not supposed to just cut off the mold? Because if the mold, as yeah. you see it, it's got legs. Yeah. Well, okay. Here, Here's my suggestion. As someone who knows nothing about anything... If it's like a really hard piece of cheese, I would feel like that it's you have a better shot at not getting sick. But if it's like a soft piece of cheese, like that, those that mold is like in it. It's 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 made its way in. There's no barrier. Have you ever gotten sick from eating mold? I know I've eaten mold before, and I've never gotten sick. Yeah, I honestly I don't think I ever have. But it's it, like it could be a situation where like something was moldy and I didn't realize it, and I was eating, and then I got sick. Like I would never know. Oh, that's true. I don't ever intentionally eat molded things. So I probably never know. Yeah. Me either. So it's kind of like food poisoning where like sometimes like you eat something, you're like, oh, that gave me food poisoning. But then I read online that it's like it takes sometimes it takes like two to three days for food poisoning to affect you. I'm just like, there's no way that like what I ate three days ago killed me. I don't know. Science. Very suspicious. Oh, I have I do have a cheese of the week. It's none of those things I mentioned. Oh, um. (laughs) Oh, it goes back. Seven. I went to Seven Eleven real quick because I streamed for like four hours today. I got oh my really god! Bringing it back. It. Went 7-11. to Seven Eleven. I was like, I need a Gatorade. I need something real quick if I'm gonna get to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I got white cheddar Cheez Its puffs. What? They're like puffed. Okay. You know about puffs? puffs? I know that some sometimes they puff up crackers. Yes. They're not puffed up crackers. They're like. Cheetos. They're like oh, a square. It's in the shape of a Cheez-It, but it's a Cheeto and it's white cheddar flavor. Is it like the consistency of Pirate's Booty? No. Okay. It's really fluffy. Really fluffy. Well, I haven't had Pirate's Booty in a while. But you know what I'm talking about? Like that like, like fake it's like popcorn-y a- shape that's made out of styrofoam. Oh, no. Uh, it's extra. It's like an extra puff Cheeto. It's like puffed. Interesting. I'll have to look. I this must be no. Now. They're gross. No. The moral oh. of the story is they are not good. They don't what? taste good. They don't feel good in your mouth. They were not good. It's the only they cheese it's product I've ever had that I have not enjoyed, and I regret it. Interesting. Well, I'm just curious. Like, hmm, what was bad about it? The flavor, the texture. They it it did feel like it. Honestly, felt like eating packing peanuts. It was right. And I have literally eaten packing peanuts. Oh, I have yeah. literally yeah, eaten packing in science class in high school. My science teacher, my biology teacher told me they were edible. AP biology. Thank you. I made a C. Uh, she told me that you can eat the biodegradable ones and she gave me some and I ate them. And it probably tasted like a packing peanut. Yeah, it was packing peanuts. Just because they're edible doesn't mean you should. Yeah, that's true. Well, I would I would just assume that they would use the same white cheddar coating that they use on the crackers. But you said the taste was bad, so they must be fucking something up. I probably don't like the white cheddar ones very much in general. But oh, yeah, they honestly. were they were just powdery in a bad way. You were expecting just, more. I wanted more. I should have gone for they had the crispy ones. You know how they have those cr- super crispy thin cheeses ch- as well. The cheese it snaps. Snaps, yeah, something like that. I should have got Love those. Love those. But I made a bad decision. Well, we you make a bad decision, so you make the right decision next time. That Moral part. of the story. Never stop growing. Never stop growing. And don't eat the puffed Cheez-Its. Um, I don't have a cheese, obviously, because I am bad at this job. But I am ready for favorite things. Are you ready? 
These are a few of our favorite things. Who's going first? You go first. I have a good favorite thing (laughs) this week. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'll be the judge of that. I think you will like this favorite thing this week. And I have really been enjoying this favorite thing the past week. Are you ready? I'm really hyping this up. Yeah. Drumroll, please. You maybe hyped it up too much. What is it? Um, well, I mean, I have to hype it up because I, I have to be a disappointment in some sort of way. Um, my favorite thing this week is a browser add-on that I don't know why I didn't think about looking this up earlier. As much as Joe and I on this podcast complain about how much we fucking hate Twitter, there is a plugin you can install for your web browser that fixes literally everything that I've complained about. It is called Control Panel for Twitter, and it's made my Twitter experience so much more bearable. I have it. I use this. It's for Safari, Firefox, Chrome, Edge, and there's a user script version. This has changed the way that I use Twitter. How long have you been using this, and why didn't you fucking tell me about it, you idiot? I did tell you about it. Because remember when I was going through it and I hid the, um, so I hide who to follow because that was triggering me. I hide, so the thing I can't click on anymore and I don't know how to get it back actually. So on my Twitter sidebar, I see home notifications, messages, bookmarks, Twitter blue. I don't Mm -hmm. see like topics. I don't see trending topics on any page. I don't see a list of hashtags. I don't see any of that. It is gone. That was not serving me. Yeah, it was not serving me either. Uh, that is gone for me. I have not seen trending topics in probably about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have just about, I have the hide the home heading thing. I have, I don't see the messages anymore. I don't see, if someone tries to talk to me on Twitter, I don't see it. Like, mm-hmm. you know that thing that used to pop up in the corner? That annoyed yep. me. I don't yep. see that. Gone. Yeah, I have uh, basically everything checked. Well, not everything. A lot of things at the beginning. Right. Almost everything. This is a fucking game changer for me when it comes to using Twitter, at least on my computer. Like, obviously, it's something needs to be done about, like, you know, get an app that integrates a lot of this stuff. I like this browser extension so much, I donated to the guy that makes it. Because, wow, this is going to help with my mental health. Um, Let me just quickly go through some of the main features um, for all those who actually care and use Twitter, which is like three of us. It defaults to the following chronological timeline instead of the aggregated AI for you algorithmic timeline. It, it hides the for you timeline tab. It can move retweets to a separate tab or hide, hide them entirely. It can move quote tweets to a separate tab or hide them entirely. You can hide tweets quoting accounts you've blocked or muted. You can mute quotes of specific tweets and mute conversations. You can hide who to follow, follow some topics, the entire trending tab, etc. And there's a bunch of AI improvements as well. Um, This is like, I don't know what I was doing before this. And I don't know why I didn't look into this further. Of course, someone has made a browser extension to make the Twitter experience actually fucking bearable. So um, there will be a link for this in the Patreon uh, show notes. Uh, Anyone can, can look at the show notes. You don't have to be a Patreon subscriber. I would, I would seriously um recommend this for whatever browser you use because wow 
I don't have to look at the fucking trending topics anymore. And I don't have mysterious people popping up in my fucking timeline that I do not follow. It is my Twitter. It is people I follow. And everything that I don't want to see is gone. God bless America. So it's called um, Control Panel for Twitter. It's available for almost every uh, web browser. And it's free. And I will link it in the show description. So there you go. Hallelujah. So are you not looking at trending topics anymore? Trending topics are gone for me. I hate them. I, it's so sad to see like Twitter become what it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like any discussion that happens on Twitter, essentially. Right. Like if I'm going to use Twitter, I'm going to curate the fuck out of it so it works for me. And that this is how I'm doing it. There it Ta-da. is. Um, what is your favorite thing, Joe? Please elaborate. Well, I was going to ask you one question. Oh. Um, how many people do you have muted? I don't know. How do you check? Do you, well, I don't know if you can check, but do you, do you find yourself muting many people? I feel like that I, I block more people than I mute, mainly because I don't follow a lot you of people. block them? Mm-hmm. Oh, not people, yeah. not like you follow them and then you decide you hate them and then block them. Just like right. random people out there in no, the world like, that you block. Yeah, like a bunch of like insane conservative people that people keep retweeting and like adding their snippy quotes to. Like, oh, I'm going right. to fucking block you. I'm going to block you. I block and I'm going to block the insane person that you're retweeting. Like, I yeah. don't want I don't want to see it. I don't want to see you boosting their engagement, even if you're trying to rip on them. Like, no, this is not enjoyable for me. In terms of like muting people, like I don't, I I do this thing where I usually follow people that I actually want to see stuff from, and so I don't usually mute people because I don't usually have any. If I don't like someone, I just unfollow them. It's not a big thing for me. I know your mute list is everyone. Yeah, I mute a lot of people. No, you're not on my mute list. (laughs) But I, it's to to the point where like I see. So even when you mute someone, if you follow them and mute them, they still show up in your replies. Right. Um, and so sometimes I'll like find out I follow someone and I'm like, I have never seen a tweet from this person. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's because muted. I muted them. I don't know who they are. I don't know what I don't know what this is. Right. I I I think I might unfollow every person I've ever followed. Yeah. And just be me. Just I, I just want to be me. And then follow like five people. Right. And it's like a it's like the Vinky code. You gotta figure out what that means. <laughs> God. Okay. So please tell me your favorite thing. Oh, okay. So we have been wanting to rent a rug doctor uh, for a <gasps> no. while now. And we didn't rent one. We ended up just buying not a rug doctor because those are like industrial. We just yeah. bought a rug cleaner, wet, dry mm-hmm. rug cleaner. Right. Um, so we bought the what's it called? The Bissell. Pro Heat 2X Revolution Pet Pro. Oh, I've heard the Pet Pro is really good. I think it's the, one of the top ones on Consumer Reports. Justin, he probably looked. I think he did. We were originally yeah. going to get not the Pro. I think there's one that's a little bit cheaper, but we were like, well, we're probably going to own this forever. It has a lot of good replacement parts that you can get easily if it breaks. Mm-hmm. So we went with it, um, and I we cleaned two of the carpets, and... The amount of shit that came out of them was oh, so I disturbing. I bet that it was such a relief. It was lovely. I very much appreciated cleaning it. Like, we're going to be doing it every six months to our mm-hmm. rugs. 
But like, holy shit. I knew the rugs needed to be cleaned. Like they get vacuumed, but But that's only that only does so much. Deep cleaned. Right. Right. It it was very satisfying. It was very fun. But the only issue was um I need to get a hypoallergenic. They they come with hypoallergenic solution you put in them because you fill it up with water. But then you also put some of this, put their uh, like shampoo, the cleaning whatever solution, it is in it. Right. right? And Piggy w- did not like the one. It had some. I think it had fragrance in it. And we're a right. fragrance-free family. Fragrance-free mm-hmm. everything. Um. So I'm thinking I'm gonna have to get the hyperallergenic for for next time. But um. Yeah. How really, big is the machine? It can. It like. Do you have a place to put it? It's um vacuum cleaner size, and then mm-hmm. like a. It's like a larger vacuum. Yeah, it's like slightly bulkier than a regular upright vacuum. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. So we have a storage closet we can put it in. Nice. We need to clean it out. It's not in there right now. But yeah, we're going to have to make a little bit of room for it. But it's, I'm very happy to have it. It was mm-hmm. so satisfying and it also equally repulsive to see the things right. that come out of the fucking rug. Right. The un, the, it's just. Yeah. Can't even imagine. And it comes with um like attachments to do your furniture. The upholstery. Hand attachments. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm very excited to try it out like on the couch and stuff. So Yeah, I've been looking at getting one of those like handheld ones that are for like like pets. Like a, yeah. like a little little pet dookie on the carpet. Only it's I mainly just need it for upholstery. Like for I have an easy chair that I inherited from my folks. And then I have this like love seat that is just needs to go to the dump probably, but there's like old stains on it and stuff. And I notice it more and more. And I'm just like, I wonder if I just got one of those upholstery cleaner rug doctor things. Like, obviously I don't need like the big ass vacuum cleaner one because I have, you know, laminate floors and like one room with carpet, like it's fine. But for, for upholstery, I feel like that I would, it would come in handy. Um, but yeah. How much was this? Was it, was it a pretty penny? So it's $300. That's but not that bad for we yeah, got a, l- a little cheaper. Yeah, I think they were having like a sale at we got ours at Target. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean it's fine for you know that's a, a, about what you expect to pay for a nice vacuum or you know something that's going to last. So we were like we're going to be using it for years. Yeah, we have a dog. Did you, did you, know, you have it delivered means. or did you like rent a car and go get it? No, we have a um, the little granny cart. We have a push right. cart. So we just fold it up, take it to Target, and wheel it home. Nice. Gotcha. Wasn't too bulky to wheel home. No, it took up the entire car. Like, it weighed about 25 pounds, I think. So That's almost but as it, much as you. Once it was in the cart, yeah, it was fine. I know. <laughs> I know. Skinty. Yeah. But it's, well, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a fun, fun. We went I, over the carpet. So we, the one rug that when I met Justin and I started to change him... I <laughs> bought him new rugs. He, uh-huh. I didn't like the rugs. So we we you know, we got some new rugs for his his place, our first place mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And that rug was sitting like partially underneath the bed, it, you know, full of dust, just hasn't been cleaned in years. Had not been cleaned since, you know, 5 years, 6 years. I mean, mm-hmm. it vacuumed, only vacuumed, you know, but right. not Deep cleaned, wet cleaned. And we went over it three times with the solution and the water was still like black, demonic black. Yes. <laughs> Just like tar. Whatever was it like, was pulling shit. out of that was unmentionable. I, and it's a, it's a white and gray. So the rug itself is white, gray, and blue. 
And I was mm-hmm. like, how is this water black? Right. Like, what is it getting? Where is this coming from? Yeah. What is in there that's making the water black? It was like in Fern Gully when they cut down that fucking tree and Hexus comes out. Right. That was this rug. That was the rug. Um, Yeah. Sad. Definitely recommend. I am now officially pro uh, scrubbing your carpets. (laughs) Were you anti scrubbing scrubbing your carpets before? I I was on the fence. I was on the fence. But now I'm like, let's take care of our things. I'm on mm-hmm. a clean binge. I'm a very tidy person, but I don't like cleaning. I like tidying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, I have had to come to the conclusion that I need help with that. Oh, we we all do. So we're I've we've hired someone for next month nice. to do like a monthly clean. I was like, yes, because I don't have you, time. Y'all deserve that. I was like, I will put. This, you know, my budget into this. We're doing it. Right. You think you have trouble cleaning? Come over to my macaroni hellscape of a jail cell that I live in. You know what? I was thinking, like, things get so out of hand that I get, like, petrified. I don't, I'm not. Overwhelmed. There's there's so many places to start, so I don't start on anything, you Mm -hmm. know? And it makes me miss having, like, a, I loved my studio apartment in Chicago. Like, run a duster over, like, five surfaces. You right. Know? If you only have a limited amount of space, that's a limited amount of space for shit to get dirty. This place isn't big. Like we're 900 square feet or something, but right. it's over. It overwhelms me. Right. Sometimes As someone bit, who thought that much. was, I thought I was going to be living in a box for my whole life. Mm-hmm. Now you're living in a deluxe box with another man and a child. The ceilings are so high. We have high ceilings. I can't reach. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I can't read. And I was going to say I can't relatable. read. I can't read. <laughs> Well, good favorite things. I can't believe you're turning into my mom. All, all you got to do now is start eating more hot dogs and smoke a pack and a half of cigarettes a day, and you will be her. Oh, my God. The smoke that she is pulling out of those carpets. Yeah. You don't <laughs> even want to know. Yeah. She, have you ever heard? That's Texas. You, That's yeah, Fern Gully. Have you ever heard about a woman, or not even a woman, someone having to clean the walls of their house a couple times oh, yeah. a year? Because of the oh, cigarette yeah. smoke that turns it yellow? You have to, um, when my parents got their house in St. Louis painted, I think someone who had smoked had lived there previously, and they, the painter used essential oils infused in the paint to paint what? over it. They had, they cleaned the walls and then used like essential oil in to the To try paint. to like mask the smoke that's permeated into the wood Something of the like house. that. It like, you know, it obviously Jail. it's not going to smell forever like lavender, but it right. helped, I guess. I don't know. Oh my God. Just burn down the house and build a new one. <laughs> Jesus. Never in my life. Ugh. Anyways, good favorite things. Good Go favorite things. Go some hot things. dogs, smoke some cigarettes, clean your carpet. Um, any final thoughts? Final thoughts are, um, good episode. I'm excited for the after show. Come on over, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like Sam just said, head on over to our Patreon, because for the Patreon patrons, we will have a bonus episode for y'all this week. Otherwise, we will see all of y'all next week with a new episode. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at theshowsamandjoe.com. 
You can also support us to help keep the podcast going on our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Alexander T. Amy T. Andrew G. Andrew P. Ben B. Brian H. Carolyn A. Chad D. Chris C. Chris M. Dallas E. David M. Deron C. Devin B. Edward P. Emily H. Helena B. Javier J. L. Jess L. Johnny B. Keith G. Lindsay C. Manny G. Martin D. Maddie S. Montez Nick I. Rose G. Ryan Sam Scott A. Chantal H. Sharia S. Soyzilla Sylvie C. Tom I. William W. Xavier D. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show!